come on, come on, PB. You know what it is. Okay. 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 Yes, man. We did it Let's again. See. Did it again. All right. Take two. Come on. <laughs> All right. Cool. But obviously, come on. Uh, Kilimanjaro podcast back at it again. Mm. The boy CJ Lordain. And I'm here, you know, with uh, Miz and R. Mm, R. Ah, from the mountains. Please. From the yeah, mountains. From please. the mountains, obviously. Tribal instinct. Shout out to you, you guys. Mount Everest and that, yeah? Mount Bro, Everest literally. and that. He was ah. climbing. B-Tech Mount Everest, I guess. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it's a bit peak out here, actually. Yeah. You know, you know, right? We're doing something different today. Mm. Because, you know, we usually get we usually get food bloggers on. We usually get, um, we got a few influencers on. Yeah, yeah. We got um, some photographers. We got some photographers on. A lot of rappers. A lot of rappers. That you know personally. Yeah, a lot of artists. That could be in the nightlife very soon. In it, but you know we got we're doing something different. You know we're gonna delve deep in the nightlife industry, and we've got someone representing today. Cause we don't know shit. In it, we don't know. No one. We don't really know. We don't. No really one know. knows. We know. We know about Apart going from ASP. Out. We know about going to the club. We know mm. about going out and chilling, but we don't know the process behind. That's that the thing. We don't the know the process behind it. behind it exactly. Exactly, man. Mm. But yeah, we got someone today who is deep in that industry and who has done bits, all the way from Brum. He's only twenty one as well. Only twenty one. Come on, in it. Half a mil followers at PMAR on IG. Come on, bro. ASP the Great on IG. Snapchat username Nightclub. If you want to go to the latest nights out, we don't play around. Come on, real estate. Feel me. How did you get that username? Can't talk about that. There you go. There you go. <laughs> allowed, but yeah, give people, give people a little lie. intro. We actually can't talk about that. But on a serious note, guys. Hello, my name is Anish Palmer. I'm from Birmingham. I'm mm. an entrepreneur who specializes in nightlife marketing. Before that, I was running my own digital marketing uh, marketing agency, which I still do. However, um, before I found success in the nightlife industry, I was chasing not really the corporate scene, but I was running a business in that scene, helping entrepreneurs grow their personal brands, grow their following, getting, and also I get them featured on articles as well, so press releases, et cetera, et cetera. Pretty much building them into the influencer of tomorrow so yeah it's just one of those things man but right now we're here to talk about nightlife mm. so uh what have you guys got for me what, got, what, what questions do you guys want to ask i know we're going for an informal vibe today so you know what i'm going to be laid back and you know what throw what you want at me i'll answer to the best of my ability so let's get it let's get it let's get this bread man <laughs> Come on. <laughs> but yeah man no no since you're chilling anyways like we kind of want to understand your journey through it right so why did you even get fed up to the point where you needed to build your own agency because you find a lot of people who are in marketing, they're kind of way out of whatever this life is, be it the matrix or whatever you want to refer to it. Honesty. The Tell us why. The marketers of today are very, and I don't want, I don't want this to seem offensive, but it's going to seem offensive to people who take offense, but I don't care. Okay, so. It's serious now. Most, most marketers nowadays are past their prime because social media it's changing. It's changed. It's changed the way we view our lives. Forget social media. The phone that you're looking at. What you're using to record this. Ten years ago, we never we never had any of this equipment. Or we did, but not to the standard that we have it today. You look at iPhones. iPhones were, weren't weren't even a thing twenty mm. years ago. MacBooks, iOS, Android. Realistically, hardly ceased to exist twenty years ago. So it's just one of those things where when you have a marketer who's using. 40, Move it closer, 50, yeah. 40 to 50 year old yeah, good. Um, old marketing strategies um, on brand new social media and obviously 40, 50 year old is quite a stretch but um, you know they're using very old marketing strategies on new social media apps they're bound to fail and you have mm. to realise that a lot of the young people are coming up right now especially from Birmingham, Manchester 
Leicester. Obviously, London is always going to be where it's at, respectfully. But it's one of those things where people from other cities now are getting shine and London's kind of getting taken away from that. And I feel that's because a lot of people now are discovering raw UK talent. And that doesn't just go for marketing. It goes for music, acting, dancing, whatever. If you're a creative, then you'll understand where I'm coming from. But it's just one of those things, man. But yeah, I started uh, age 14 uh, outsourcing um, modified game accounts and stuff like that on consoles. Then age 16, I grew my first Instagram um, from zero to seven, uh, 17,400 followers in the space of six months. At age 18, I realized that I could make that into a, into a business. So I thought to myself, if I'm so good at doing it for myself, then surely other people will pay for this service. And matter of fact, they do, and they did, and they still do today. And I'm kind of blessed, do you know what I mean, in that, in that experience, retrospect, where even at the age of 14, I always thought to myself, you know, teachers are there talking about, oh, you need a job, you need to do this, you need to do that. But in reality, at 14 years old, I'm using my own smarts to make money. And that's when I realized that I didn't need to work a job or I didn't need to go to university. So from age 14 to 21, my mind was very skewed with a lot of people my age compared to their perception of reality. And my perception of reality is completely different because when I was age 16, 17, I was seeing my friends make 10 to 20 of thousands of pounds of digital real estate. Mm. But and since you started at 14, right? Mm. Um, not many 14-year-olds are wired like that. Like, we hear people all the time on podcasts say that, oh, yeah, like, 14-year-olds should just, like, play outside. And, like, people no. are kind of Wrong. angry about that. Wrong. Because Wrong. now not many people play do outside. that. And now they're all on their phones, either making the bread, like you did, what was I or doing they're doing the playing? other side of things, let which me, is, like, let me tell you something. playing just outside. Me, let me tell you something. Experiencing life. It's good to have a work work-life balance right at 14 yeah you should be playing outside but you should also take some time for yourself like what i did and learn a lot of knowledge now the word knowledge is thrown around these days if you know about uh, social media marketing and dropshipping courses you'll realize that uh, the first person to ever actually make it in the business that i did was a, a man called ty lopez and um he always talks about how knowledge is power now in my opinion knowledge is power but it's how you use it attained knowledge is power definitely definitely. at the end of the day you can sit here and read a hundred books mm. right but if you're not taking what that book gave you and putting it into your actual life then you failed as a person so you have to realise there's a lot of 14 year olds and 15 year olds learning but how many of them are doing well that's the that's point true. isn't it and that's, that's why like what were you going to say sorry no, I, no, I just said, yeah, that's the thing, you know. You don't learn. The this thing is going to be right. a good uh, two-hour episode, by the that's way, lads, saying. yeah? <laughs> two hours. I episode. ain't got no time for no half. An hour. We, 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 we coming to drop some serious knowledge today. That's the thing, you don't learn. You don't learn this stuff at school. You don't learn this at school. I left school with two GCSEs and everyone told me I ain't going to be shit. That's, but that's, I, that's I went, my question, though. Why do you think you as a 14-year-old was so different to all the rest of the people around you? And was it because of the associations you had? It was the associations or was it because you I were had. pushing yourself out? That's it my question. It wasn't me pushing myself out because at 14 years old, I was yeah. fresh. My brother, okay. I was a freshie. <laughs> I used to wear broken, even when I was 16, I was wearing the same broken Air Forces every single day to the college that I went to. I used to wear the same denim jacket. I could, I, I could afford a haircut, but I never used to get a haircut. And people used to look at me. My own parents, my own parents used to look at me and say, what are you doing? Are you crazy? Get a haircut. <laughs> Were you born here? Yeah. But the problem is I grew up in a very, I wouldn't say dysfunctional, but I grew up in a very, um, a very strange environment. 
in terms of my mum and dad have always blessed me. And I mm. believe that if your parents can are in a position to bless you, that they should. But I also believe that, you know, some things you do have to work for. However, in my opinion, you know, I grew up, uh, my dad, uh, he's medically retired. But before that, he was doing traditional factory, uh, factory work. And my mm. mom, she was human resources at Aston University, a big university in the United Kingdom. However, yeah, one she, of the best, right? One of the best. However, she was um, medically discharged as well and got told she could never work again. So I came from a very, uh, a very uh, different background from most people, where um, you know I was, I was used to seeing my mom and my dad make a lot of money, respectfully. Um, however, come to the age of thirteen and fourteen now, and all of that's changed mm. because of you know being being medically. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Where, so you weren't seeing the same level of money come in. source of income gone? And because you were um, always blessed before, you were like, yeah. okay, I need to understand and how to get back to that level. And on top, and I was blessed differently, bro. I yeah, mean yeah, yeah. that with all honesty. And I'm not here to say, oh, I'm this, I'm that, but I'm being honest. My parents blessed me in a way that a lot of kids I know had to work for the shit that I got. Explain that a little bit. In terms of every single like Christmas, I'd get, I'd whatever I asked for, I'd get. Whatever, yeah, yeah. I, whatever I asked for, bro. Yeah, it could be a computer, yeah, yeah. a PS2, PS3. These times, these were four, five hundred pounds, bro. People didn't want to spend that much on a console. Yeah. And how long ago was that? What, 10 years ago? So, 13, you see, like, the things ago? that we kind of hold on dear to. It's like, mm. we still look back at our childhood and then we kind of, like, see ourselves from that light as well as the person we've become. But we'll mm. always look back at that. What What it is, though, So, like, because you have that perspective of, like, I've oh, got, I was blessed, yeah. you also feel entitled to receive that again yeah you know what sense? yeah yeah you know and what that's probably this why very, you're different very to good the 14 topic. year olds this is a very good topic mm. because uh, you know i've never heard anyone say that because most people look at people who are spoiled. everyone knows in my family i was spoiled everybody knows even my sister knows and she's younger than me but yeah even she gets spoiled but in all honesty it wasn't the same as what i was because again you have a very big income difference yeah compared to what it was back in the day um, but it's just one of those things where you are right. You do feel entitled to to, to have it once like, once more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know to receive I mean? the same yeah. fruits that and you had before. Yeah. As I was growing up, I realized that in in your in, in life, you just have yourself. Cool, you've got family and stuff like that. But like in all honesty, if you want to build something, like you're building this podcast, like I'm building my business businesses, mm. um, you have yourself. In it, that's what I'm saying. Yourself and your team. Yeah, your team is the bread and butter to your success. I don't care what anyone says. You need a good team. The real, the real, um, the real progress comes from self. Mm. Start starts in the mind. You get your mind right first, in it, mm-hmm. and the rest will follow. Your mindset is what makes or breaks you, and my mindset made me. And a lot of people say to me, even when I was 14, 15 years old, I used I used to say to these teachers in college, "Do school. I don't need school." I do not need school. Mm. I do not need college. Mm. I've got my own knowledge. You're giving me two two bars. See that two two <laughs> bars right there, bro. <laughs> a, a he said he could freestyle. I thought he was lying, bro. Listen, listen, a, a, doesn't seem a, like cap, that. Cap. You might, you, might cap. Need to, you might need to drop a freestyle at the end of this. Um, cap. Thingy Are you going to wait for the freestyle? Watch the whole thing. Yeah. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Yeah, let's put it in the middle of the podcast so they actually have to watch it. To yeah, 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 yeah. We, yeah, we yeah, don't yeah, know yeah, when it's going to end. You feel me? But on a serious note now, um, what were we discussing? Because we went all over the place. We went from freestyle. Just building. To discussing knowledge. Yeah. Discussing, but, but yeah. 
um, building from yourself, building from yourself, and being yourself. You got to realize, like you said, I was I was wired differently from those fourteen year olds. Yeah, but at the same time, you also have to realize that I was never afraid to be myself. So even when I was in school at the age of fifteen, sixteen, where a lot of kids have that schoolyard mentality of talking shit about other people, you have to realize that I I love dance. I'm a dancer. Mm. A lot of people who know me knew before I'd started any of this business or any uh, anything of my own, I was a dancer. Yeah, yeah. And I wanted to I wanted to take it up professionally when I was younger. Then I realized in my head that all the most the most famous dancers you see in the world end up performing for somebody else. You are never in the limelight. You want to be in the limelight. If you own a business, mm. you want to be the best. Yeah. If you're a dancer, you want to be the best. Mm. But the best in dancing is going to get you as a backup dancer for someone else's video or concert. Yeah, man, it's interesting. Like we've spoken to a lot of dance professionals, and I'm, and, and I'm like, how, short. why would you want to do that? Like, wouldn't you want to be the in passion. the limelight if it's you're doing that? It? It's for the passion. Yeah, it's the passion. It's passion yeah. Like CJ, he does. Uh, he produces, right? So right, he's right. not really a rapper. He doesn't frame himself as a rapper. On the ones and twos, but he knows yeah, yeah. On the ones that that's and twos. like what the better financial way of doing it. Yeah, literally, it's better to be like. Um, it's always good to be financially literate. That's what I'm saying. There's more of a. There's more of a. Um, a foundation you can build from producing mm. uh, compared to rapping. hundred percent, And obviously, I like I like producing, not, and there's like a passion behind it. You know what it is? Mm. A lot of kids nowadays are influenced by rap. Yeah. Even though we don't see it. Ooh. Now you gotta realize that ten years ago, five years ago, the UK rap scene was very, 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 very misjudged. Mm, extremely. It was very, very underrated, and it was very criminal. Not in terms of what rappers were doing, but in terms of the police were trying to stop everything with the... Uh, I don't know if you heard about... I forgot what the form was called, but there was a certain form that the police could give to a venue and stop a rapper performing. Mm. And it was mostly London guys who were affected. Yeah. And uh, it's one of those things where I've realised that the producers are the ones who make 90% of the bread. Yeah, the yeah. rappers make 10%, in all honesty. Definitely. However, the rappers are the ones who pose like they make 90%. And the producers act like they make 10%. Mm. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. So it's one of those it's things a very good point, man. where a lot of kids now are looking at these rappers and imitating lifestyles and then they find out the lifestyle's fake and they find out their whole entire childhood and youth have been lied to by their favourite rapper. But yeah, the next yeah. thing they find out is they go to university, get a degree, and then when they get the degree, they can't get a job that they want and then they turn around and find that's a lie too. And yeah. then they look at someone like me who hasn't been to university, didn't believe in college, didn't believe in education at all, mm. believed in himself, look at what I'm doing and then say, hold on a minute, I don't like him. How would they like you? I don't care if they like me. But why would they? They hate you. You're everything that they wanted to be. But you know what it is, though? They got funneled into something that they didn't know was going to kill them. And you avoided it. They got sold a narrative. They got told a narrative of how to be. Listen to me. And then they... We're not... I have a mentorship program. And I'm giving my students a narrative on how to succeed in the niche that they choose to get into yeah and you have to realize that is that education, the influencer mentoring thing yeah so i run um i run a coaching program okay. yeah um, explain that a little bit to the people so then okay so i'm gonna shout out my boy jordan he is um someone i'm mentoring cu- currently um based just outside of london funnily enough um yeah he's very much into fitness and he's building a tiktok ads agency and um i'm mentoring him basically on how to build his personal brand 
how to um, obviously build social proof and get more clients and helping them get featured in multiple publications. Now, the difference between my coaching programs and other people's courses, quote unquote, is that most courses you see now are just rehashing information compared to my, uh, my mentoring coaching program where I'm actually on a Zoom call with you and you throw me any question and I will answer it. Like we're doing right now, very informal interview. You give me any question, I will answer it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On a course, you can avoid questions. You can avoid answers. You can limit the information. With a coaching program, you cannot do that. And I do that because I want to give the best experience to the people who I'm working with. And it does cost a lot of money. How much does it cost? It costs £497, initial start. Shit, bro. Yeah. So do you feel like people pay you that much because of the validity that you built throughout from age of 14 all the way up until now? Yeah, but you have to realise not many people care about what I was doing at 14, but because I, I only add that in there just to prove to people that it's okay to be different at them ages. You have to realise, you got to realise like when I was growing up, I wasn't, it was unusual, very unusual to do what I was doing. Even though we're talking about it now, a couple of years later on, it's still unusual to think about. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But Maybe let's say, okay, different. so look at someone like Andrew Tate, right? Shout out, so shout out the top G. Shout out top G, obviously. <laughs> shout out the war room, shout out Hustler G. Took over the internet, man. Real talk. Bro, literally, Genius. man. He fucking yeah. penetrated all of our feeds, bro. Top G. Literally. That's what he did. Very, very smart. But marketer. Very, that very guy smart. over there, yeah, he was in the shadows for a while, but he's posted videos of him I disagree. before, and he obviously had a YouTube channel as well, so he was obviously posting content. If you know but about if you go tapes, back in the day, if you know about he tapes, was still the same mm-hmm. guy that he is now. Exactly, but and that's kind of the thing that you're portraying. Do you not see the similarity in that? Yeah, but you have to realize now. If you know about Tate, you know about his old school show, The Hateful Tate. You have to realize that he was on TV. He got kicked out of Big Brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah too yeah, much yeah, of a G. Yeah, yeah right? that's what I'm saying. But like, he was still the same way. He was still, yeah. So that's why. Do you want to know why? Do you want to know why? Of him, you know. Yeah, but you got to realize, but and you see how a lot of people dislike him yeah. and hate on him. It's because um, they don't have conviction in themselves. You see the way I speak. You mm. see the way Andrew speak. You see the way other people who believe in themselves speak. We have hundred percent conviction. He has conviction. I have conviction. I was heavily inspired by him. I've been watching his content for around about two years. And um, I took in a lot of lessons that he did because um, I agree with a lot of what he says. And uh, it's just one of those things, gentlemen. It's just one of those things where if you, you have to realize that back in his day, do you not think that he was breaking every single societal norm around him? Definitely. But you got to realize now people look up to that. People look up to the creative entrepreneur, the genius. They don't understand the, su- the success story that they had. They don't understand the hardship, the days where they had no money, the days where they had nothing around them, the days where it was hard for them to even sign a single client. The days that, you know, they walk into a networking event and get shunned out of because they don't look the same as everyone else. Discrimination in the entrepreneurial industry is highly rampant. If your face doesn't fit, you ain't going to win. But that's the same in any single industry. True, true. Think about why networking events have, you know, Asian-only networking events. It's easier for them, isn't it? It's easier for everyone to collaborate <coughs> together. But I'm all about... It's all it is, man. It's all like, oh, do we mesh in this category? Okay, now I can work with you. But until you have that connection point, you're not going to be working with anyone. Exactly. But put it like this. True. I think you know? the reason why people do that is because if all Asian businesses are together, you have to realize all the cultures are the same anyways. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it can That's why it's easier, isn't it? So yeah. if you go to yeah. a networking event where there's a hundred different nationalities, right? Yeah. Do you think 
that it's going to be easier for you or harder to network with the people you want to network with. Ten times harder. But you congregate, congregate them and put them all into one room, ten times easier. But some people see that as discrim- discri- uh, discrimination. Some people won't. You know, you have to realize nowadays, right, everything you say, everyone gets so offended. Mm. It's a joke. But that's the world we live in, Bran. Because everyone care. has done that I, whole I do system not, shit. I do not care about the world that we live in. I care about the world that I live in and you should too. You should care about the world you live in. You should care about the world you live in. Because one of these things, and this is what people don't understand, yeah, is that people don't understand that... Um, hmm. Okay, how do I say this? People don't understand that the reason why I believe in myself so hard and the reason that you believe in your podcast so hard because you have 100% conviction. These people do not have conviction. They do not believe in themselves. Yeah, we're getting there. Right. <laughs> not 100% uh, there yet. No, but this is what I'm saying where you should live in your own world. People say to you, ego is the enemy. It is not the enemy. Ego is only the enemy uh, when it becomes arrogance. But there's nothing wrong with arrogance if you can prove every single point. Then it's just confidence. But a lot of people mix the two of them together. Nah, but for real though, um, yeah, how to succeed in life, um, build something, anything, a business, turn your hobby into something that's paid. Yeah, yeah, yeah then it, then it's however you want it to be, right? But um, <laughs> when you were growing up, obviously you built this uh, conviction from somewhere. Where do you think that came from? Because that's what people want to know. You know people kind of know uh, what you've done from yeah, your blog post and stuff, lo- innit? A lot of people need to understand that mm. the conviction that I built up was because I never fat in everywhere. I never fitted in anywhere. Okay, so go into that. So when I was younger, I always felt like I was the, the odd one out in terms of, but in a good way. Because you were freshy? Nah. But well, you did say that, though. Yeah, you? I was I was fresh when I was younger, don't get me wrong. But yeah. you have to realise that when I was a lot younger, you see now I'm wearing the Gucci, got the ice that chain, mm. got the Louboutins on. This is what westernized culture does to us. Not just westernized culture, but society as a whole. Do you understand? Now so I've got a little do you bit feel pressed about that? The mm. fact that no, no, no. it's made you do that? Or do you feel like no, no, because no. you have that outfit, people look at you differently exactly. and then they're That's more the likely point. to work exactly. with you? Exactly, exactly. Because I don't think you're that dumb to just buy it without there exactly. being an ROI. Exactly. It's a social proof. <laughs> However, yeah. going back onto the original topic we were talking about, you have to realize that when I was younger, like I said to you, I was mm-hmm. like, beat down superstars to college, the same denim jacket every day, never getting a haircut. Remember earlier how we were talking about we were living in our own world? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was living in my own world at the age of 14, even when I had nothing. So now that I've built everything up What does that scratch, mean? I had nothing, bro. Like, building my own world. I believed yeah. in myself. I never had an ego back then, though. I'd admit now mm. I have an ego, but my ego is based on success. Yeah, yeah and based I, on and, facts. And right? this is what people yeah. don't understand about ego. Mm. Right? Hmm. Okay, and this is going to hurt some people. Hurt some people, man. Care, people man. need people, to be hurt. On. People need to be hurt, man. People need people adversity. Care. You have yeah. to realize that I am never afraid to ask for advice or learn from someone better than me. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that anyone is below me, but if no one really has the business accolades that I do at my age, I'll be happy enough to mentor them, but they have to take everything I say and literally use it use the advice that I give them. A lot of people nowadays are so fucking stuck up their own ass, respectfully, that they think they know everything. When you ain't achieved shit, boy, mm. tell me if I'm lying. Because they don't have the drive. They don't have the mindset. They need to have the mindset. They need to have the drive. They need to actually want to build something. 
Going, what, what's, what, we're talking I think about everyone wants to build something. No, no, no. But the problem is, no one wants to actually do the actions. Do the work. They don't want to do the actions. That they decide but your the prob- fate and decide yeah. your luck ratio, for of example. Course. Well, you have to realize you put now. yourself in positions hmm. yourself, and then you've inherited luck from those decisions. Hmm. Smart people are lucky. Hmm. You know. Okay. You have to realize where the problem is. It's not about building. It's yeah. Not about. It's just about. It's about building, obviously, but it's about you yourself as a person. What do you want? And do you see how it all trickles down from the you. fact that you had adversity with your parents? Yeah, it trickles down to you. And now you're like, okay, fuck this shit. I'm not going to stay thing. in my little fucking bubble here where I can take care of my parents and like go and get a minimum wage job, for example. Fuck that shit. But Boy, you were me? like, what? Fuck that. Minimum what, what did you say? Say that again. Where? Minimum <laughs> who? Come yeah. on, man. My time ain't worth seven pounds. I put some respect on Come my on. name. Come on, McDonald's. A McDonald's lot of people manager. that age, that's what <laughs> they turn to. Put some respect on my name. I don't care what they turn into. They ain't me, right? And that's the thing. That's why people are so envious and so jealous mm. because they don't have enough conviction. They're too scared. It's all about. It's look, a, see how you said? Thing. Oh, it trickles down. It trickles down to you. Yeah. That's it. Your belief. Do you believe? I believe. I believe in myself. Do you yeah. believe in yourself? Simple as get the job done. I think, yeah, but most yeah, most people are gonna follow. I don't believe in myself. What are you gonna think? Literally, Listen, most, peop- most yeah, people, are, yeah, most go people on. are gonna learn. Are gonna get their belief from um from what they've been told. Whether it's the media, whether it's um TV, it's gonna shape their belief of the world. Mm. Teachers Which as well. Which is why you education. say knowledge is power, right? Yeah, mm. education. Attained knowledge is power. Attained knowledge is power. Education and all that. They're gonna they're gonna get that belief from there. So then yes. So they're Very gonna smart. Have, yeah. They're, they're literally gonna um. They're gonna move in a way which is not really um, gonna fulfill them. So obviously, when when someone like you comes along, who's who's kind of completely gone away, walked away from, mm-hmm. walked away from all that belief that belief system and actually developed your own. It's very hard system. though. It, it's yeah. It's I'll extreme. tell you guys a little it's secret. Extremely hard. I'll tell you guys a little secret. This is this is the world of life. Yeah. That we live in. Okay. So, fourteen years old. Don't know what to do with yourself. Go GCSEs. They said. Go GCSEs. College, they push you to do an A level or B test. You don't carry on with that, you'll work a job for the rest of your life. Then they say, go to university, you'll have the best time of your life. Go to university, graduate 21. If you've did a gap year, 22, 23. By the time you're 23, what are you doing? Looking for a job after you graduate university. A high paying job. That's what they tell you, anyways. Okay. 23 now, probably in a serious relationship. Want to get engaged? You got a ring to buy. That's a bit too early for me, man. I'm come, like, come. <laughs> yeah, but you know, in Asian culture. I didn't think that was the case, bro. In, 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 I nearly in, got married at like 22, bro. In Asian culture, and you notice yourself, my brother, it's uh, we're pressed to be married early. You know, in all honesty. And I think you can relate to this. Yeah, man. What? You already getting those fucking I ain't getting. No, no, no. I got one when I was 17, bro. Bro, that's fucked. Mad, <laughs> but, uh, that's fucked, bro. Mad. What do you mean? And she was like 25, 26. Yeah, mad. Well, I was yeah, like 16, man. something like that. They already knew he was a milf hunter, bro, going against come the green. Come on. Nah, but come on, on a serious note, though. <laughs> but on a serious on note. On a serious Let's note. Let's divert from Let's this. Let's divert <laughs> into uh, my relationship. Uh, that's non existent. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. Um, one mm. thing um, people need to realize is that. You only just have yourself in this world and you just have to believe and do what you want to do. And at the end of the day, you know, come 23, 24 engagement and 25, 26 wedding. And if you're Asian, you're spending 100 racks minimum. Um, Seven events at least. Ten events, bruv. 
Okay, yeah, so look at that now. So what, 100K on the wedding, 40 grand degree that you won't necessarily use. you got to pay that back every month. Now you live in a city like London, 2 to 3K per month on rent. All right, so let right. me ask you a question. Put a yeah. mortgage down. You're trapped. You're trapped. Do you honestly believe... Oh, like, shit. did you see that beforehand or did you learn that after you were doing your own mission? I learned it after I did my own mission, in all honesty, when I was 14, 15. But I always knew. So, you know what? I'm going to be honest. I'm going to say it straight. I do not like people at university. But do you think that's why you say you're blessed? Yeah. Because you well, no, went into the park no, no that one, wasn't yes. the depth. No one, well, yeah. yeah. I'm blessed, but you have to realise I created this reality for myself. 100 yeah, percent but you were still like i i knew in my heart at the age of 14 yeah that i will be a leader there's two things you are in life prey and predator i like that man prey and predator that's why we said tribal instinct bro do you know who the prey is do you know who the prey is everyone working the nine to fives everyone nah serious on everyone working these nine to fives literally man everyone working on public transport everyone who is getting called a key worker bully shit these key workers get treated with less respect than everyone else Just but these true. are the people who run your country bro people that keep the gears uh, grinding yeah but we need them right I mean, we, we need, need them yeah, we need them we need them they're a necessity they're a necessity but, but we call nobody them sees them like that that's their prey. no one sees them yeah. like that they're prey and do you know who the predators are the people who run businesses yeah man like we were saying this before you know the people who actually own curry houses and own chicken shops and own all of this. They're not predator they're in the a bad way, but I'm talking about in terms of like the level Doing their shit. Yeah. The, you know? yeah, they're not stuck in the whole system. It's the producer and the consumer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The creator and the consumer. I like the way you put that because you're a producer and yeah, that makes yeah, sense. It's, it's, the more, sense. it's the more, you could say it's the more... Um, I, li- the I, li- more I like to use the creator and consumer. Yeah. So that's how I that's where you are, that's right? How, yeah, that's how yeah. I originally got into the life industry, being a consumer. But then I turned around and thought to myself, uh-huh. wait a minute, I have thousands of hours, years of experience selling in the my own products. Yeah. No, no, no. Okay. In the corporate life. Okay, okay, cool. Doing, 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 um, um, offering my services to people who are in, you know, corporate clientele. Mm. And I realized to myself, I became a consumer in the nightlife industry. When in reality, I'm the creator and I've always been destined. Okay, so while you were on another creator. project, you were going to the clubs a lot. Yeah. To try and build connections and that. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Like, how I got into the club scene, I did it in the most, uh, in my opinion, the smartest way as possible. Okay. I went to the same club. Explain what you can explain. I went to the same club for, yeah. uh, for two months straight yeah. and did VIP tables there every single week. Every single, without fail. Same place. As a consumer, yeah? Yeah. Okay. So, oh, same so place. You, brought, you brought the VIP table. Same yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. Same, yeah, yeah, yeah. same place. Same bottles. Different girls. Same dancers, because no, no. you still do that dance with the two balls, right? Oh, I see my. your Instagram, bro. Uh, uh, listen, okay. Listen. Well, you think I'm keeping? If you go, if you go, if here, you go on my club highlights, you'll see listen. like you know sometimes you get a little bit of bottles and you know ASP likes to do the little yeah. ASP wave. Film. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, dance routine, so you, know, you get me. The little are you uh, part of the Rock Boys crew? No, no, no. But I like myself. Yeah, that's the <laughs> thing, bro. I am, part, I am part of the boys crew. Yeah, maybe the Rock ASP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's Rock, a new thing me. coming. There's shout a new me. thing coming soon. Shout me. Need Rock to do that partnership, man. PDD, I'm here. <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm uh, here. I'm ready. I'm ready. But seriously, um, yeah. yeah, I started pretty much flexing. A lot of people didn't like it. Yeah. Bouncers used to look at me and they used to see me and say, "What do you do for a living?" Yeah. Mm. Getting that polarization from the jump. 
And I used to turn around Come on. and say, um, I run my own business, brother. Mm. So how old are you? Humble. Say 21. <laughs> and I said, they said, where do you live? I said, Birmingham, bro. I said, oh, cool. I was like, cool. And uh, so how I started pretty much was obviously going to the clubs, spending a lot of money, um, doing VIP booths week in, week out without fail. And um, one thing that I've noticed is that I used to get a lot of attention from fans that used to come up to me and say, what do you do for a living? I used to just say, I run my own business. Yeah. Keep it humble. Um, how old are you? 21. How did you get into it? I've always had it in me. Mm. What, the business? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In my opinion, you know. I feel like some people, you know, choose business. Some people are chosen for it. And you feel like you were chosen for it? Yeah. That's the chose, one of the chosen ones. You want to know what it is, though? There's no 14, there was no 14-year-old kid doing the grind that I was doing. Then I carried it on to when I was 16. Bear in mind, at these times, I'm still going through that stage of finding myself. Yeah, so what yeah, does that yeah. grind look like? Shit, man. Because, obviously, you were building that Instagram page. You have an Instagram page with 500k, right? Half a million, yep. So, how did you build that page? So, kind of from start to finish, but obviously, I omit so any details. How I first started was I started to do follow follow with accounts in my niche. Yeah. Um, what was the niche? Literally myself. So no mean? joke, yeah. What do you mean? Well, yeah, what do you like, mean? Like, basically, how can yeah, that niche be yourself? Uh, let me explain. There'd be guys with a high following ratio. Yeah. And they used to have girls follow them. You feel me? Yeah. I used yeah. to go to their following and just follow all the girls and they'd follow back. Like I said, I'm blessed. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but on a serious note, um, this is that was a tactic back in the day as well, you know. <laughs> if you know, you know. You find the aesthetic of a guy who looks a little bit like you and then you just yeah, go down yeah, that thing. Yeah. If you know, I remember that shit, bro. If you know. Feel me, but uh, yeah. Um, he's outside this door or the. I'm not too sure. Ask him front door or downstairs. Should yeah, I go? Cool. Uh, yeah. If, yeah, if you want in there. Hold the foot, bro. Hold the foot. Yeah, door. I hold the foot in there. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So um, I was doing follow for follow, mm. and then from I did that up, and it took me about six months to a year. So two years, <laughs> I believe. Mm. Six months to a year or two years. Um. And then I started realizing like Instagram's limitations are cracking really hard yeah. on organic engagement. Yeah. So what yeah. I did was this is obviously in the time now where I'm building my own business. Um, I started leveraging the celebrity connections that I had mm. um, to host giveaways with them, and then through there I be entered into a giveaway with a celebrity, and basically used their following as leverage to grow my own account. So how, how do you get how do you get the celebrities then? If you go, um, um, they get paid via concert, so they sign a contract. They get paid fifty to sixty racks, sometimes less. How did you build those contacts with them in the first place? Um, it's through my personal network. Personal network. So okay. I can't really discuss more than. That. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got yeah. friends who are friends with a lot of celebrities. Um, mm. One of my friends, one of my people that I know personally, shout out Eli. Uh, pretty sure he's in LA right now. He's um he's like he knows Soldier Boy. Okay. Like they've been in the studio together. Mm. It's kind of mad. That's I feel like nice. Soldier Boy, in my opinion, is the pioneer of rap too. Like in terms of the That's new it. wave of marketing. Yeah, 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 definitely the new uh, like internet like age. Marketing, isn't it? Yeah, like yeah, marketing, yeah. Internet age, not in terms of everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. What were you guys talking about? We're talking about. Instagram I was gone for growth. a while. Yeah, just Instagram growth. You Social know. media. That's the part I wanted to be here for, bro. Okay, let's <laughs> run that all again then. 
Yeah, yeah. So basically what happened was I was on Instagram. I yeah. saw so many girls and I moved to every single... No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I moved to every single girl in that place. <laughs> I'm playing, I'm playing. Yeah. And, uh, so how I originally grew my Instagram from zero yeah. to 10K was yeah. the follow for follow strategy. So find yeah, someone yeah. who looks like you and then run through their followers. Yeah. Which are mainly girls. Obviously. And, uh, obviously. obviously you want the ratio to like maintain it. My ratio it. back in the day was 90 girls, 10% guys. That's what you wanted to be. Very really high good. ratio. Um, nowadays, a lot has changed. It's actually more males following me, more younger people actually, um, who are inspired by my story, which I find is really cool because I don't look at myself, even though I have an ego, and I'm very, I have a good conviction and I believe in myself. You have mm-hmm. to realize that I am very humble because, yeah. like we talked about earlier, the surroundings that I came from, I had the best of both lifestyles. Yeah. And that kind of blended and shaped into I mean, the I don't know today. about humble necessarily, but you're definitely more humble than uh, <laughs> most people in your position, for sure. Okay, I'm going to tell you something. When you get a little bit of success... Because <laughs> you love the ego word, right? Yeah. Like, you're like, yeah, ego yeah, yeah. is not the enemy, it's blah, not, blah, blah, blah. Because it's, it's not. So like Arrogance it, is. It? Yeah. But it's two different things, completely so different So that's words. the difference. So that's you're not I'm, arrogant. Exactly. Yeah. I could be. But where does that get you? The day you are arrogant is the day you fail. Yeah. Because you got to realize. Humble enough to ask uh, the remember, questions, isn't it? remember how we talked about uh, you know mm. you need to be professional dancers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. You dance for ten years. Yeah. Where does that lead you? No, no, no. But there's someone younger than you. Yeah, yeah, okay. And they're catching up, mm. and you're on your way out. You can never have arrogance. If you're arrogant, mm. you say you're gonna gatekeep. You're gonna gatekeep them from opportunities. This is what people don't realize. I and think I'm, they'll bite you in the ass as well. It's not even keep. that though. Let, let's 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 talk about some serious stuff now. Okay, so this is how I look at business. Yeah. Compared to most people, so let's say now I'm gonna give you guys a great example. You've been in the podcast game, pod, podcast game for ten years. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You've become a very renowned podcast. However, your numbers are falling. Inshallah, and that. Inshallah. Come on, come on, come yeah? on. Your numbers are falling. Ah. Uh. Right. Now. There's a younger, there's a younger, uh, there's younger people like you. Exactly the same, black and brown combo. Yeah. Come on, come <laughs> on. Black you know about that diversity quota. Go so get them ticks up, bro. Go get them ticks up. You get me, but um, yeah, they're younger than you. They're yeah. pulling in numbers, and um, it's one of those things where and we want to get like, on their podcast. No, no, no. That's what we want to do. It's not that you don't want to do that. You want to know what you want to do. We want to manage them. Uh-huh. You want to become their managers. Mm. See, that's where we get the ASP thinking from, bro. You want to take a percentage of their bookings. Mm. You want to speak to their guests. Because you have the guests that came up in 2022. Uh-huh. They're going to have the guests that came up in 2042. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, understand yeah, the difference? Yeah, yeah. There's so many, like different the you ways, so many different like ways you, you can take it. You understand? Mm-hmm. But you see what it is, though. You have to realize now it's very hard for people our age to find value in someone like me because I think like I'm 10 years ahead 20 years ahead like I say when I was 14 I was thinking that's what I'm going for yeah a 14 year old doesn't think of the way I thought of 14 years old mm. but that's why I mean? you are where you are right exactly like, that's I, I why ta- you built the following that's why people follow you around I and tell like, people look that at you and see the Gucci and shit and they're like okay what is this guy doing I need to understand so that I can be in a position like him mm. that's that's who you're appealing to mm.
Okay, boom, back. Archie, <laughs> got professional photographer. Shout out Arjun, you get me? <laughs> my guy, my kid. Yeah, you can say speak well, if you well, want, bro. Well, you can well, take well, the well, mic as well yeah, if you want to. Well, say well, man. It's my guy right here. Cover. Bro, he's part of the Kilimanjaro crew, bro. He's from Tanzania as well. <laughs> isn't it? He's a professional photographer. He came down mm. right about now. You get oh, me? Oh, sweat down. Yeah, real talk to bless it up. You get me? Uh, We're gonna go bro. for shoot. I don't this. even know if you uh, are a professional photographer, I'm but because of his conviction, I was like, yo, he could be. You know, he could be. We're about to upload a photography thing, bro. Right now, he slams it down. He does it. But you see what it is, yeah. You see what it is, though. You see what it is, though. Yeah. You see how it is. Yeah, I brought my boy there, and and uh. And you see how the room just went crazy. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. that's what I do. That's yeah. just that's, what that's, it does, bro. That's what I do. But, it's but, in his blood. But it's one of those ones where I yeah. do it because I want people to feel good about themselves. And yeah. at the end exactly, of the day, man. right, I have achieved a lot of things. But at the end of the day, you can too. And yeah. you gotta realize, I came from a background a lot worse than most people. Mm. You understand? Yeah. It's one of those yeah. things, though. People use it as a, as a way to self doubt themselves or put themselves down on purpose because they want to stay at the same level in life. You think yeah, I man. don't feel uncomfortable coming to London all the way on my own and I haven't met a Birmingham? I don't I think been, so. I haven't met to London in three, four years. I don't think you feel uncomfortable. Bro, my ass was on the tube yesterday. <laughs> like a tourist. I'm I a tourist. I uncomfortable. Bro. But I'm not uncomfortable now. It's not in you. I got used to it. Yeah. In, yeah, one, like, in 24 hours. You understand? That's what happens, bro. Yeah, that's happens, life. Bro. That's yeah. life. Cover, yeah. cover. That that's is what life. happens when you're continuously jumping out of the comfort zone. You know what? And that's the luxury talking about I London. didn't get, really. Talk about London. You know? Mm. From Let's going to uni and mm. all of that shit, University. you know, I, w- you know I was doing. I like, I like this guy, but I like him a little bit less me. now. You oh. should. I like oh, him a little oh, bit oh, less oh, now because oh, it's a university. I hate myself a little bit more for saying the thing that I. <laughs> nah, I played. I played. I played. You know what I mean? I wrote you because you you acknowledge. Tell us, tell us. You have yeah. Speak, bro. Come on. You you know that university. Yeah. It wasn't the best, was it? Wasting the th- time. The thing mm. is, people like me Big who have been to you know. university, it doesn't make sense for me to be like, little special, oh, it's special the stupidest thing I've ever done. Guest, guest I'm not saying it's it. the stupidest That's thing I've ever done because, you know, you could always see silver linings. You could be like, oh, yeah, I learned this little thing that I use in my life. But like 80% of the stuff I learned, I'm not retaining, right? It's not attain knowledge that way. Thank you. What did you study at uni, bro? Yeah. What did you study at university? Marketing, bro. Okay, so you know, so I use it to a certain extent. Can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? Ask me, bro. Okay, you see the people in your marketing class. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that were in my marketing class. Yeah. yeah. Do you think they can uh, do marketing like me? Respectfully, twenty thousand. No, no, because they're looking no, in a different no, direction. No, 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 no. Yeah, bro, they're, they're looking in a different listen, direction. Listen, listen, listen to you. Listen, let me speak. Let me speak. When let me speak. I speak with conviction, it's not an argument, by the way. Yeah, just so you know. Oh, we're having a discussion, my friend. We're having a discussion. This is a discussion. Discussion. But you know. Because there's people like that around mm. in the world, they're gonna think that we're arguing. Because they're morons. But for the people, we're not arguing. Yeah, we're, we're just having a discussion. Speaking okay. with it's conviction. A, it, when when two high value people come together, I'm not even are, there. I'm not even gonna say. You that. will be. You will be. <laughs> <laughs> you are no, because listen. Yeah. You are. You at your age, you've gone to university and you've realized that it isn't what it is, right? And now you're here doing your own thing. I respect that ten times more than someone who goes to university regrets it, then lives in their little bubble and self-doubts everyone who does their own thing because that is 99% of the world. You turned around, didn't like necessarily like university, then did what I did without going to univer- while going to university, if that makes sense. Yeah, man, so but I, that's so why you I'm see how you behind. You get me? Yeah, I understand, but listen. <laughs> you know what I'm listen, saying? Yeah, but here's the thing, though. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that yeah. because everyone has their own pace. Yeah, Maybe yeah, you were yeah. misguided. Who knows? Yeah, Maybe yeah. I was misguided. Who knows? I could be misguided right now. But you were probably misguided like... Way before, 
And because you were misguided, mm. you kind of like flipped on yourself and you're like, okay, this is not the right way I, I just should feel be like, thinking, I living, just feel breathing. Like, I feel like I just yeah, have a very, I feel like I just have a very different life to most people. And it's a blessing. But you see it all the time, right? The successful yeah. people, they always have stupid adversity at the beginning. And that's why they have built themselves into this stone figure. Where they're like, okay, nothing can really touch me. Stone cold. You want to know what it no? is? Like, you know, when I was younger. And that's what we're both developing with this what podcast. It, what I've noticed though thing. is like, when I was younger. Yeah. Even when I was doing anything as little as doing homework, I'd do it to the best. I'd want to be the best. But I'm going to be honest with you. There's a lot of things that I do not care about. I do not care about most things. The government, I don't care. Coronavirus, don't care. School, don't mm. care. Education, don't care. But should I tell you what I care about? Things that I'm interested in. Marketing, self-development, building yourself to the best of your ability, financial freedom. Mm. That is the stuff that I'm interested in. So when I'm in, because I don't care about a lot of things. Did you feel like you had to unlearn that or not really? No. But So yeah. that's the problem, that's where I'm at. Mm. I'm at the place where I've because kind you, of you, you had four accepted years, it and then I'm like, oh, I need of, to unlearn it. You had four you know? years of... Um, Programming, isn't it? Programming, yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, it's where... You know um, what it is? And this is going to be a very controversial topic. Mm. But uh, university and education is mental slavery. Poisons the mind. We all believe that. Yeah, yeah. Deep down, yeah. Deep down, you were getting told and influenced into something that you did not know. If you do not know something and someone gives you a piece of information... Right, you are gonna believe it with a hundred percent conviction because that person is a higher authority of you. I can turn around now. Let's say you're coming. I'm from Birmingham. You're from London. You're coming uh, to Birmingham now, and yeah. you want to go to, let's say, a bar, right? And let's say we're in the middle of the street. The bar's on the left. But I say to you, go right. I'm from Birmingham. I know. Take that right direction. You'll turn around with a hundred percent conviction, a hundred percent belief in me because I'm from Birmingham, and say, you know what? I'm gonna take that right. You take that right. Yeah, most turn, people, yeah. You turn behind yeah, yeah. You, you, you look behind you and realise that, oh, wait wait a minute, it was on the left. That's education. Because you got to realise that the teacher is only telling you one side of the thing. It's like in history class, we learn so much things about history, but what about the other side? What yeah. did Germany learn about World War Two? That's what I'm saying. They learn whatever skews that way. But what, what, did, what, what actually did we happened? learn about it? Do you understand? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And we still, we still will say we learn what actually happened. <laughs> but it might have not been that way. Because the people who won the battle get to describe what happened in the war. History is only writ- written by the victors. Exactly. So of it's course, all skewed. Of course, what you know about Modern Warfare 2 quotes? <laughs> <laughs> you get me? Big up, big up Call of Duty. See, so he wasn't that sick of doing the Call of Duty stuff that he was talking about in the beginning. He still loves Call of Duty. You know what? But he realized oh, the, that he had the, the to stop ones. doing yeah, that yeah, as yeah, much. Yeah, 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 yeah. This yeah. is what people you don't know? realize as well. I'm normal. Like... Arjun, come here. That's what I'm trying to do. Arjun, I'm trying to normalize you, bro. We're trying to normalize him over here, man. Because you're, you're coming off like fucking Andrew Tate right now. I'm listen, kind of yeah. like, you know, how, this guy's how, a real guy right how now. Many, how many times do I smoke, smoke shisha or smoke hookah from my American viewers? Normal, normal amount, bro. Nah, that's a normal amount. Smoke actually, that hookah. Actually, actually, hold on. Let me think about it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah G, you, you're doing it every day. <laughs> I do it every why, single why day. <laughs> every single day without fail. I've got a double apple. Hookah, mm. shisha next to me. I'm That's smoking. strong as well, bro. I think one, once yeah. every, I don't like that once apple every two days, I've yeah. down is like 50% of his Once every two days. You have to realise that I'm normal. <laughs> but the, the thing is, and this is what people don't understand, everyone in this room needs to understand, you are your personal brand. Your name, your last name, especially 
should have lineage. You should be proud. You know when people say, yo, you know Anish Palmer, you know ASP? Because you have to realize there's a reason why I've called myself ASP and not no other dumb alias or nickname. ASP is my full name, my full government name, but it's my initials. So even when people call me ASP, they're still slaying my full name without knowing it. Do you understand? Because I wear my last name. I wear my first name with lineage. I am proud. It's kind of like when you're fighting in the army and you're proud. You're proud of your country. I'm proud of myself every single day. Mm. Do you understand that most people are not proud of themselves? Hence why insecurities arise. Hence why depression is such a big thing in the West. You want to know why depression is such a big thing in the West? Because depression is based on society standards. Everyone wants that new German car. Everyone wants the nicest designer clothes. If they don't, if you don't have it, people will like if they don't have it, and I mean they, the person, will look at you and try and justify, oh it looks funny on him, oh it doesn't fit him correctly, oh it's probably fake. Just to make themselves oh, it's feel this. better, right? Oh, it's yeah, that. Just yeah. to make themselves feel better. It's just like in Fight Club, right? So why the do you guy think... went to what? What did he go to? Fucking uh, AA meetings and shit. Yeah. yeah just yeah, to feel better shit. about himself. You know what I'm saying? What? Mm. Carry on with what you were saying, my bro. Sorry, I'm just going to have a little drink. No, no, do your thing, do your thing. But yeah, in Fight Club, he literally went to AA meetings because he had a fucking Ikea addiction and his life was going straight down the line. Yeah, do you exactly. know what I mean? Like you were saying that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's at, and that's why we say it's mental even... slavery rather than mm. anything else. We use mm. those words on purpose because we understand that the conditioning is killing us slowly. I agree, I agree. So my you boy know? Arjun right now, he wants to... Jump on and say yeah, something. Yeah. So a lot of people don't know this about ASP. Yeah. But the truth is, he wears his surname and he wears it proudly, like that's a lot the thing. Of people should be. Mm. But the truth is, if you if you look into ASP, if you find out what his surname even means, what does it mean? Find out that Palmer, yeah, AS Palmer, yeah, that's that's the warrior caste of India. Jeez. These men, they come, they come back from their battles. Yeah, they go out. They slaughter the enemy, come back victorious. There you go. Mm. The last people to be taken over by the British. <laughs> so let me let me add on to that. Since we're talking about you know, since we're talking about uh, name. So my name in Sanskrit um, means supreme or sun mm. god. God in a, in, in a name, sun god or supreme. What does supreme mean? Wait, were you given supreme as your... No, no, like that, that... Were you given no, that? No, no. So the S is my dad's name, who I'm not going to say on air. Yeah, yeah, that's cool, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, man, big up, big S. If you know about big S, then you know, it. That right there is the top G. Like, he is the man who made me into who I am today. He's a certified... He was a factory worker, a military... But it's funny how names have such a significance, yeah. isn't it? Military trained like, as well. You see this, equilibrium. Mm. My name is Mizan, right? Mizan means balance. You see how much significance we hold to these things. Yeah, so and it's my, almost yeah. like someone somewhere was telling us that this is what we should yeah, be doing. Yeah, which is quite a strange actually because before you know I even I mean? knew what I like before I even researched into what my name meant, I always used to love Supreme, the clothing brand. It's funny how it works it's out. It's mad isn't it? crazy. Mad and my crazy. name means Supreme. So my so first name Anish means Supreme and my last name means to strike the enemy. So yeah, but in business I look at people as collaborations not competition. Because in all honesty, I, I have so much value that I can give to people that I don't see any competition. Um, you have to realize... Yeah, but you'll inherit competition, right? You have to realize... Yeah, It'll of course. Come, it's inevitable. You have to... Man. Of course. Yeah. I, I have competition right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. I tied it to between my competition and competition that you're probably thinking of. My competition is people who are in the USA. Mm. People who are in LA. People who are in California. Shout out my boy Alex uh, Smetana. He just moved to Las Vegas. 
because um, yeah, the nightclub scene over there is he doesn't crazy, even right? mad. I'm going to talk about something uh, very similar to Tate. He runs a OnlyFans modeling marketing agency. Okay. Serious. Before you get on that, I just want to ask one question. Of course. So what was your biggest fuck up in your life? Because you see, you see, and you, you can admit different information, whatever. Yeah, talk about but that, we man. need to talk about a fuck up because right now we've spoken about like your accolades uh, and how uh, you okay, got cool, there cool, and cool. adversity my, to My biggest extent. fuck up. Yeah. But we want to talk about adversity a little bit. Uh, every, <laughs> every man. Yeah. Yeah. In my opinion, needs a female by their side. Yeah. <laughs> and let's put it like this, isn't it? Like I'd said to you yeah. earlier in the podcast, and this all links into the person who I am. Remember how I told you when I was 16, I used to wear the same Adidas Superstars and I used to have no haircut. Yeah, I, used yeah. to, I, used to, I, I never found myself. At 17, I was finding myself. So I used to get the fresh fades. I used to actually get clothes that used to fit. <clears throat> yeah. I used to switch up shit. That's what you were saying about the baggy shit earlier. I get yeah. you, I get you. Okay. So it's one of those things now where yeah. I had the bag and I fumbled the bag uh-huh. and only... Four or five years later, do I see what value I lost? You have to realize a lot of men create their own value. However, female value is already made. By the bag, you mean the female, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Shout out. Uh, I'm not going to say too much in it, but you know who you are. You could give uh, us some abbreviation. Nah, I'm not really going to go into that, to be honest with you, because. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't. Uh, if yeah, you can't, for then personal don't. reasons, yeah, but. Uh, yeah. For your personal safety. Yeah, not yeah. even for safety, bro. Like, yeah. Well, uh, you don't want unwanted bullshit. That's what it is, right? Because I feel like she'll be a distraction. Nah. <laughs> nah. Okay. Never. Nah. So I've had girlfriends that I've loved, right? Mm. And I've been with them for like two and a half years, whatever, you know. We're trying to like... Too long. Get into the thinking. <laughs> <laughs> it is too long, bro. And we're getting into the thinking of like mm. marriage and all of that. Yeah. But because I was blinded by the love... Mm. I now look at that in hindsight and I was like, I wasted so much fucking time just mending arguments. You know what I mean? Just mending arguments because she was pissed off or whatever. And I was like, okay, let me try and make her feel better and let me try and like take control a little bit. But that whole process of like understanding, taking control, understanding, taking control, Mm -hmm. that's exhausting in itself. Of course. Yeah, and yeah, it leads yeah, you yeah, off yeah. the pod. W- woman and now men this are, guy has his sunglasses woman, on. Woman and men, <laughs> women and men are yeah. very different. Yeah, exactly. In terms of men, and this is what my mom doesn't Oh, we need some toxic me. shit over here. Let's this go. is what my mom doesn't understand about me. I'm Obviously, very, we don't actually think it's toxic. I'm a, I'm a very logical person. Yeah. I yeah. realize that everything I've said on this podcast is logical. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think about my emotions once. Except for when we were speaking about, you know, who. Um, yeah. And obviously my family. Yeah. My yeah, family, yeah, yeah, I yeah. listen to bits. Yeah, I man. always show respect to my family or try my hardest to. Everyone gets angry, mm. gets into fights. You know, certain situations happen with family members. But at the end of the day, I always love everyone the same. Do you know what I mean? That's what I feel like sometimes families... You actually love everyone the same? My family, yes. Okay. But got anyone you. else, no. Got you, got yeah, you. Yeah, of course. Females, no. <laughs> because um, in all honesty, in my opinion... Uh, with previous relationships that I've been in, yeah. some have honestly been a complete waste of time. Yeah. You know how it goes, talking stage, honeymoon stage, then boom, waste of time. Uh, delete and delete, baby. I don't do them things. But, but um, where, do, where do we get those lessons from? We get them from movies and shit, right? Yeah. And, uh, it's perpetrated in movies. You no, know, at the end of the day, like, like, like I'm going back to the culture, Yeah. society wants you to become a hoe. Society wants you Literally, to degrade bro. yourself. 
Pretty much. Society wants you to go broke. And that's why all girls should have numbers on their foreheads. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> nah, you know what? You know what? You know what? I'm not even talking about... That was a quote. That wasn't me. I'm not even talking about females. I'm talking about life in general, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah, have to realise now, a lot of people look at females and say that, but let's be honest on it. Men, yeah, we all are low-key, you know, guilty of something. Let's be yeah, completely man, honest. Most guys are hoes Com- as well. Do you know what it is? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And it's just as bad for us because you we know what do it get is, emotional though? in that realm. You know? What, you want to know what it is? Should I tell you why friends with benefits and everything never can succeed? Ever. Because Go on, tell the people, man. Every human, had this topic unless you're a sociopath, yeah. unless you're a psychopath, has emotional, is emotional, mm. yeah, yeah. has emotional connections. When you're having sexual intercourse with someone, it's emotional. Why do you think so many people catch feet? Yeah, you can't be logical sex? about sex. Okay, yeah, we need to go in this angle for 30 <laughs> minutes. No, we're not going to do that. 90 shit, degree you know? angle here, yeah, yeah, 180 yeah. degree <laughs> angle here, acute, obtuse, I don't mind. And you afterwards, I mean, we're going to sit upright and watch TV for 10 minutes. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, oh, man. But yeah, obviously, it has to be like that emotional act, right? And that's yeah. what kind of, I don't want to say this, but it kind of weakens us that way. Yeah. You know? So, um, funnily enough, right, we haven't talked anything not life related. Um, we just talk life related, mm-hmm. which I find is cool. I don't have a problem with that. But uh, yeah, let's see where this podcast goes because I have another three hours. I don't mind. We'll <laughs> another three hours. We'll man. make this the longest episode ever. <laughs> but yeah, do you I, feel I like marriage yeah. in itself is supposed to be uh, uh, its duty rather yeah, than it's duty love? Of care. It's a duty of care. And then the duty falls the love, into the love. love. The love falls into the duty of care and the duty of care falls into love. Yeah, yeah exactly. But I feel like... If Rather than the, the way it's the, perpetrated. Yeah, but there's certain guys out there who don't care about their female at all. So yeah. they clearly yeah. don't love them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But they use it as, as an excuse. That's but I'm married, I'm so of course excuse, I love bro. her. Yeah. yeah. No, you yeah. don't, bro. Yeah, that's an excuse. And if why you do someone think, say why that, think, tell them to get why out of the situation. Why do you think so many females are heartbroken over guys who do not care about them? But the guy who cares about them can't win them. Mm. Do you understand? Why do you think that is? I think that is because personally, females are like, I can change him. No, you can't. Yeah, everyone you can't they have ch- the savior you know complex, is, man. It's not even a savior complex, right? When I was younger, you see how I've got this, this, this mind of I will do it and I will get it done. Yeah. yeah. So do they. But they look at it from a completely different perspective. They look at it as, okay, I'm going to get it done, but I don't care about this female. So I'm just going to do this, do that, and then boom. If she falls in love, I don't care. Mm. onto the next female so how they how I have a art of conviction in business they have an art of of conviction in messing about with females and it's a very I feel like this, this is a topic that no one has touched on and you will not what the lower guys pardon the lower level guys or the lower yeah. level girls the invisible guys and girls the invisible guys but yeah, yeah you know what it is the though, black like, hole guys I'm not, I'm mm. not gonna hate on the invisible guys I was once an invisible guy too uh-huh. it's only ever since I flipping got newfound success quote unquote because a lot of people think I'm successful I like to say I'm not even though I've achieved a lot I can always achieve now nah, you know you're you're, successful, you say you're bro. still building I'm still building yeah, yeah I'm yeah, successful still I'm still building yeah, yeah, so I'm yeah. not really successful am I based on your perspective yeah um, on everyone else's perspective yeah but yeah. doesn't that prove how much they do not care about life exactly but at true, what true, point do you yeah. have to pander to how people are but I have to pander versus... yeah I have to pander towards how people will see me this is why it's going to be a very informal podcast and I think a lot of people are going to learn from this I think changing, so too, man. we're changing yeah. a lot of different topics but you have to realize I'm a nightlife entrepreneur, I'm a corporate entrepreneur, but if you look at my mindset, you'll realise that my mindset is completely different. That's why I didn't really want to go on this podcast and talk a lot about entrepreneurship. I wanted mm. to change it and talk about mindset. Because a lot of done, people man. here do mindset yeah. training and it's a waste of time. 
your mindset Bro, doesn't we literally training. did um, a podcast say, with a life coach. Waste man. <laughs> Waste man. <laughs> Uncle <laughs> Pre is coming Uncle for you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> nah, honestly, yeah, no disrespect to any life coaches out there or anyone, you know, anyone. Yeah, shout out Uncle Pre. We love anyone, you, man. Anyone trying yeah. to make money. But yeah. in all honesty, um, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love this double take. The only here, real coach you can have. I've went Arjun said it. Shout out Arjun in the building. You get the building what did you say? The only real life coach you can have is yourself. True, true. It's like a therapist, right? A therapist is only going to give you a solution to how they'll deal the problem with. It's how the same how model, that person, man. it's yeah. the same model for a life coach. Imagine me being a life coach. Imagine it. You probably could be a life coach if you wanted yeah, to, bro. Done, bitch. Gonna be get shit done. Get shit done. Get on your grind. Your oh, your cousin cares. Uh, did your cousin course, pay bro. your bills, bro? <laughs> it's like those ones like, oh, my, my, my family might. Do your family pay your bills? No, no, no. Okay, then get to work then. What, yeah, what are we talking yeah, about, yeah. man? Yeah, man. But people are entitled to live on their own terms. Get out of here. have like the get comfort that they need to have and all of yeah. this shit. You know what I mean? Where's that's how people. That's how most people. You don't know what it is, though. Like, see, 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 no, no, no. I have three hours on YouTube. No, no, no. Today. no you Fuck don't. all that shit. Fuck all that shit. You know? to the perfect topic. One to the perfect topic now. You know how I was talking Ooh. about authority. Yeah. yeah. You want to see why life coaches and mentors do so well? Why do they do so well? Because man? in school, in education, that everyone has to go through, regardless of who you are, unless you are honestly very, very poor. And I pray for these people, or yeah, people yeah. in the slums, or the people who can't afford to eat. Who are generally can't afford to eat. Yeah. Because this is a very controversial topic, but I do not believe in homelessness in the UK. Woo. Because we live in a society now where if you don't want to work, you can go on universal credit and they'll pay you three, four hundred pounds a month. Yeah, yeah. And wait for you to get I've back heard some cases feet. on that. If you are very, very homeless and you have nowhere to stay, they can give you um, supported accommodation, which is ten pounds per month, and you get to live in a shared house with a with a locked room that gives that has a bed and wardrobe. People do not take their opportunities. And people, there's a lot of people who are homeless on the streets and are drug addicts and whatnot. Unless they got forced to take that drug, then I do not feel sorry for them. Respectfully. Jeez, jeez. You get me? Yeah. But anyways, like I'm going back to now. But you're your own person and you're not one of these bots, so you... I build my I own mean, reality. you can say that. But to them, it's like so far out of reach that they'll yeah. never reach that pinnacle. And we, you know what, as though? people you know who are what, on the other though? side, have to accept that. You know what, though? You know? You know what, though? To be honest with you, um, it's mad. It's actually mad. <laughs> Life's mad. It's mad, bro. It's mad. But um, onto that pinnacle now of what we were talking about, of um, obviously how we were speaking about, um, how obviously we were speaking about, sorry, I'm just trying to think, um, education. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you want to know why life coaches and, ev- and everyone does so well? Yeah, go on, yeah. It's because in society um, and education, you have to, everyone has to go, what, whoever, you know, whatever the age they are. Um, you're taught to always respect and bound authority. Mm-hmm. Prefects, head boys, head girls. You know, prefects is a very old Prefects were the worst though, isn't it? Yeah, prefects. <laughs> yeah, fuck them um, people, brother. I'm just boys, walking. I need to go to the toilet, man. All, all, all <laughs> monitors. Um, hall monitors, whatever, right? Even teachers, man. yeah, teaching assistants. You have to realize that we've always been told to respect authority. Mm. So when you see a life coach or you see someone who can promise you a better life, you're always gonna trust them, because when you're in your younger years, when you're in your younger years, or a lot of young, when when you were in your younger years, sorry, um, that's all you ever saw: authority being respected. 
So you're automatically going to trust them and you're going to put them on a pedestal. Monkey see, monkey do. Monkey see, monkey do. Yeah. Someone do some monkey noises, isn't it? You know what it is though with monkeys, yeah? They all follow each other. There's always a leader in the pack. Do you understand? Say with dogs. There's a bunch of stray dogs, but there'll be one up front. Yeah. Do you understand? That's how I attack life. I always want to be the one up front. A lot of people say, oh, it's egotistical. You know, you always think you're the best. You always yeah, want to be the best. Yeah, people say that you have main character syndrome, right? I definitely have main, char- main, main character syndrome. Yeah. But you feel like but everyone I be, should. You should. At the same if time. If you don't believe in yourself, who's going to believe in you? Yeah. Right? Would you rather, right? Then you need to get a life coach and spend 60 pounds a month would you, or Would you rather, yeah, be mocked at for, being, yeah. for, for believing in yourself too much, right? Yeah. Or being mocked at for being the person with nothing who never chased their dreams because they're too worried about what other people thought. The second I'd one rather sounds be, disgusting. I'd rather be mocked, right? <laughs> I for think believing I was in too that much. for a while. I, bro, I, I was in that, bro. I was in that, man. Come bro, do you know what it is? Yeah, I wasn't really in that because, like I said, when I was younger, I was the only boy in my B-Tech dance class. Yeah. I call it GCSE dance, but, you know, it's the equivalent. The B-Tech level two is the equivalent of the GCSE. Yeah, yeah. So, um, in dance, I was the only boy mm. out of 15 girls. You know, when you're 14 to... When you're, sorry, 15 to 16, um, people are going to be bound to talk right it's, it's schoolyard syndrome for you it's, it's yeah, yeah, schoolyard yeah. Is. um so it's just one of those things and then when i turned 16 and I, when i went to college and you know you could wear your own clothes and that bro like you see the louboutins i'm wearing on my feet right now right no but i didn't even know that you were wearing it but okay yeah. well yeah the ones yeah. that i'm wearing on my feet right now i never knew what louboutins were shout out my boy akil i've known him for five plus years he and his family are like family to me we're not blood related but um yeah, man. And we're going to discuss a lot about uh, blending cultures together in a bit. Because uh, this, this links back to my nightlife moment, funnily <laughs> enough. But um, so he's from a, a Pakistani family. I'm yeah. from an Indian family. And I want to bring race into it because I feel like, you know, there is a lot of animosity sometimes. Especially with older generations, respectfully. Um, and I feel like with a lot of westernized people now, we do not care about race or castes or anything like that. I feel like there's elements of it that we should. There's elements we should, of course. Do you know, however, we're going back to the marriage thing, preserving whatever. Of course, however, apart from however, apart from that, yeah, right, because you have to realize certain religions have certain beliefs, and we have to respect that. Yeah, of course, Mm. right, of course. However, you have to realize that in Western society, and you know, in London, Birmingham, Leicester, Manchester, now it's a lot more diverse and a lot more accepting compared to how it was twenty, thirty years ago. Now, as I said. Shout out my boy Akil. I went up to him in college. Yeah. And said, um, nice uh, spiky shoes, bro. Yeah. yeah Where'd yeah. you get them from? Yeah. He looked at me and laughed in my face. Yeah. And then he was like, Are you serious? I was like, Yeah, man. No worries. He's like, Yo, don't worry. I'm going to put you on. My yeah. man put me on. Taught me about Cartier bus stands. Told me about Louboutins, fashion, everything. You yeah. know what? It's not even no funny thing, bro. Like, it's funny looking about it now. But if you saw me when I was 16, you would think I was headed for nowhere. Yeah. That I was yeah. an NPC living in some simulated reality. Real like talk. most people, yeah. Like most people. Yeah. And now that I've switched and have a complete 360, people look at me and I look at them and I look at them and see the old me. It's mad. Yeah, man. It makes so sense. So going on to, again... Obviously, what I was talking about. Yeah, he put me on. And then from there, I found myself. And that's how you see me, how I am today. Found myself. I found who I am. And I'm confident. Why do you say you found yourself through the drip that you wear? Not through the drip that I wear. 
But do you feel like that was like a stepping stone? It was it was a big stepping stone for me because I realized so why? that in, why in that? Western society we care we care a lot about appearance. Definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Right. If I had never had a trim, yeah. Right. And guys, I feel like you could relate to this. You'd you'd rather link a girl or see a girl when you have a haircut. Yeah. Than when you yeah, don't man. have a haircut. You get a haircut the day before. It's the, the confidence. Day, yeah, 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 of course, isn't it? And confidence that you get from it, and especially, and especially just like where feeling you're the back of your head with a fade. Yeah, bro, it's different. And it's, you get me with her nails. You, know you get me, I mean, fresh, fresh set and that. You get me white nails, orange yeah. nails, whatever nails. Feel me, we don't discriminate. Don't discriminate yeah, it's, it's, the, it's the confidence. It's your, for yourself. It's the confidence and for other people. Exactly. It's the perception of you. It, so I've always yeah. like felt like you know women get a lot of slack for the makeup thing. To be honest, because the trim's kind of the same and the beard's definitely yeah. the same. Arjun knows about the beard. <laughs> I took the beard off. I remember when I took the Listen. beard off, I looked like a people were saying I look like a Bollywood star, <laughs> fresh off the boat. I took my beard off. Worst mistake of my life. I right. think you're saying I look like White Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, going back on topic, um, man said White Shrek. It <laughs> links. It links into my why White Shrek. Everything <laughs> white, like human Shrek. <laughs> yeah, literally. Oh, yeah. Brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> Everything that I spoke about now, no, that's fucked, man. It's gonna run back into my nightlife industry. Yeah. Because, like I said, mixing and matching cultures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was Indian. He was Pakistani, and his family took me in like I was one of their own. Yeah, it's like one of them old Bollywood movies, isn't it? Yeah, and um, <laughs> Indian Pakistani like. And um, because I was a dancer. Yeah. And I used to do a lot of break dancing. That's not the correct term. The correct term is b-boying. People that don't know, b-boying or b-girling or breaking, but break dancing was obviously used as a term for the yeah, media yeah. to describe it. Anyways, back on track, I was very influenced when break dancing and going to training. I'd meet so many people from different walks of life and different cultures. However, break dancing mainly started from children in the ghetto from the Bronx, which was mainly like a mixed race um, slash black population. Yeah, and I realized that a lot of their culture has kind of rubbed off on me. Yeah. So I always wanted to do a culture clash event because I felt like a lot of people would relate. Because I feel like nowadays we live in a society where, like I said, London is multicultural. Birmingham is slowly getting there. It is, but not to the point where London is. But yeah. I feel like everywhere is multicultural to an extent. Yeah, man, New York's getting there. I was there like literally... Two weeks bro, ago now. New York's been there for like. Um, nah, but not how time. you think it Surprised is. Surprised like, you got in where you know, I was. You know, with the beard and that. I heard bro. that a little bit. Getting, <laughs> bro, nah, I thought I was going to get stopped like five times at least, man. But nah, technically, <laughs> I have the US passport in it, so I kind of get a pass a little bit. Like, because I have that blue passport, it's kind of like I get through. <laughs> but uh that's the look i was going for as well people don't see it but yeah. thank you bro thank you for seeing that for me man beautiful man <laughs> beautiful man there you go but uh yeah so um i wanted to do a culture clash event because i feel like yeah. i've noticed with events now and we're going to go into the nightlife scene a lot um this part now is going to be strictly nightlife related people okay so now we're going to completely talk about the nightlife scene so the reason why I wanted to start a Culture Clash event was because I always felt like a lot of promoters and a lot of event managers who organise events um, always do the same type of events. So an Indian, a Indian event organiser or Indian DJ will only play on a Desi or Bollywood night. Um, a mixed race or black person would only play on like a hip-hop, R&B or Afrobeats night. And, um, you know, a lot of white DJs will only play D&B, house, music. With me, I wanted to change that perception and do a culture clash event to bring people together, not just them apart. And I realized that um, black culture and Asian culture 
go together so much. Why do you think that is? I don't know why that is. Because I this is what I think, and you tell me if uh, you think I'm wrong, right? But I feel like Asian culture, like especially us living in the West, back in the day, we kind of got influenced a lot by black culture because we weren't allowed to be within the white culture kind of thing. Mm, so I we understand. kind of pushed that way rather yeah. than this way. And then we got along with people more. I've, I've noticed the though. The personal antidote I have for that, anecdote, sorry, not I've, antidote. Yeah, <laughs> the, I had that again. with these guys, right? So in yeah. high school, we went to a high school. I'm not going to mention the name again like yeah, I normally do. Yeah, but um, there was in total 10 people who were diverse out of an 80% white school, basically, mm-hmm. right? And uh, yeah, I just kind of meshed with these guys more because it was like, okay, you're similar to me. And that's how people think, mm. especially yeah, when you're that, kids. It's that, it's that herd mentality, you know? kind of. You know, it's kind of like if you're the odd ones out, you guys want to stick together. Yeah, and, and you I've feel realized, like that's why I've we realized that oppression well. and has, has happened in a lot of places. Yeah. Uh, one of my friends, uh, Paige, she's 24. She runs her own marketing agency as well. Big up her in Birmingham doing her thing. Um, big up Paige. Big up. It's just one of those things now where she was telling me she's pretty much she's twenty. She's just turned 25. Yeah. She was telling me back in her day she went to a school that was in a very posh part of Birmingham. Mm. Um, that she was the only black girl out of like. 99%. I've never heard of a black page before, you know. Yeah, I'm not gonna say <laughs> never her, in my I'm, life. I'm man. not gonna say her first. I'm not gonna yeah, say her last never, name. Never, man. It's yeah. normally white name, people, bro. Her last name is very um different as well. Yeah. But um, it's one of those things where it's very good because she was telling me she can use it to her advantage. Yeah. Because I'm gonna be completely honest and say it: if you're doing business with an Asian person and you're Asian, you're naturally gonna trust them more. Yeah, yeah man. It's the same thing with black people, yeah, right? Yeah, if a black person, uh, yeah. a black person, you're naturally going to trust because you come from the same culture, same background, same yeah, with a yeah, white yeah. person. There's more similarities right. to and feed on. And this happens very often when you're the minority. And when I mean minority, <laughs> I mean, let's say you're in, um, you're in the UK now, but you're from the Philippines and it's a little small, tiny Philippine, communi- uh, Philippine community. You are 100% going to mesh with them instead of going to try other cultures because maybe you, know, you won't be accepted there. You don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah That's yeah, why yeah. people stick together. Yeah, um, yeah you're playing odds all the time. Big up Southall. Who knows about that Southall rhythm? I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that. I I found out about it like two weeks ago. That's why why the the Punjabis love their Irish whiskey. Shout out Jameson. Jameson, yeah? yeah? yeah, yeah. Shout out Jameson. Because we were only allowed in Irish pubs. (laughs) (laughs) See see what I'm saying, though? See how we're having... We should have an Irish Indian night, bro. Right now. You see? Right now, get that shit going, bro. I'll come to that ASAP. Don't mock the thing, my bro, (laughs) because I'll get you back now. I'm joking, I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) I won't even let you in the front door, bro. I'll tell you I'll be one of the guys in the corner crying, bro, because of you. You want to do that? Bro, if let, you don't let, let Arjun get his SIA badge. Arjun don't even need his from SIA badge, bro. Culture as well. Imagine. Yeah, yeah, carry on. I'm a culture vulture. Yeah, yeah. Now. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> but uh, on a serious note, though, um, you see how we're talking about the history yeah. and how it all relates back to the modern day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to realize that some things will always be stuck in stone, yeah. set in stone, like what? Set, set in stone. Um, institutionalized, uh, institutionalized racism. Institutionalized, yeah. Institute, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's always going to be stuck. Yeah. In 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 the UK. Yeah. In the world. Um, and it's because our parents poverty that to the us. poverty, uh, gap between the poor and the rich. That's always going to be there, unless you want to live in a communist society, which is never going to happen, especially yeah. in the UK. Fuck that man. Fuck communist. Yo. Indians are the highest income earners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the Indian, yeah, Indian, yeah, I know Indians are the highest income earners in the UK. But do you want to know what the, the worst part is? 
a lot of people who are from different cultures do not understand the South Asian mentality right. of going to work 15 hours a day. Because you got to realise, we came here, Indians, Pakistanis, Bangladeshis, um, Afghanis, whatever you are, from a, if you're from an Asian culture, um, even people from the Caribbean, do you know what I mean? People from Africa, yeah, Ethiopia. Yeah. From the Caribbean, um, right? Hmm? From the Caribbean, yeah, yeah, I'm Caribbean. Yeah, yeah. Bat, 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 bat. Jamaica. You got Kingston, you know. You're <laughs> mad. Come on, but run up the thing, you know. Anyways, now boom, yeah. So like I was saying, but they have that mentality of like they have that mentality. But you know what it is though? Yeah. The people who are already living in in the and this is you know how a lot of people, and this is gonna seem I wouldn't say racist, but a lot of Asian people have a mentality of they say they say in a disrespectful way to white people that, oh, all they do is they drink and they, they have they have lager every single day. But you yeah. have to realise, before we were even here, that was probably their day-to-day activities because that's British culture. Yeah, exactly. You yeah, understand? Yeah. So you have to realise when yeah, you look at Asians... A couple Asians, of cans is British culture. When you, when you look at Asians, mm. right, and you look at them working 15 hours a day and people are thinking, how can they do that? How can they do that? You have to realise, back when it was at home, right, if it was even a home, Right, could be a tent, realistically, a mud hut, a mud mm. hut realistically. Right, he's walking five miles there, five miles back just to grab water. And you're talking to me about 15 hours in some cushy nine to five, they'll take that any day, bro. It's a guaranteed income. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah exactly. tell me, tell me, how many times did you see your dad in the week when he was working? How many times did you see him? How many times did you see your mum when she was my mum when she, she was my, my dad was retired, but my mum. Off every single day, she'd she'd come, she'd leave. I wouldn't even see her in the morning. Um, I'd see her after three p.m. every day if I was lucky. My dad mm. had two jobs. Real grafter. Mm. My mom had three jobs at one point. I didn't even see them throughout the week. I had to go. I had to go stay at some random auntie's yard. They got all the aunties doing their thing, man. But you know they're yeah. they're breaking their backs. They're working. Because you know what it is as well. Us. I was I was I was with one of my friends yesterday, and she comes from a very affluential background. Um, she studies at a very prestigious university that I'm not going to name for, obviously her reasons. But um, me and her were having a conversation about this, and she was telling me that London, in its whole, the whole, the whole spending culture is there because we live in a society where London needs employees, and it's a it's a save spend culture, and you can't really save here unless you earn over ten thousand pound a month. In my opinion. I feel like you can't really save here unless you earn five to ten thousand pounds a month. And I'm on about now if you want to stay in Soho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, if you yeah, want to yeah, stay okay, in Central. Yeah, yeah. Right, if yeah, I'm yeah. not, I'm, I'm only on about Central here, guys. I'm not on about anywhere else. Yeah. Right, anywhere yeah. else, it's probably possible. Like yeah. easily possible. No, I agree but with you. Anyways, because obviously you've seen over that five thousand pound a month. Like we haven't seen over five thousand pound a month. I don't think. No, no. Right. So we can't really speak to that. I wouldn't. But I what understand what you mean I'm about the same honest, spend culture. I'm gonna be honest. I understand about I'm that. I'm gonna keep my income. Private. I don't like talking about income. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I've seen five thousand pound a month. Maybe I haven't. I don't like one thing about me, and this is what I'm very, very cautious of, is I never, never, ever let anyone know my income. I never put it on podcast. Don't know why? Because it attracts the wrong people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, you course, have to be careful. You what have I'm to saying be is, very you, you've seen the difference, and you can speak to that because of I've your experiences. Seen, I've seen. It can be elusive, though. So, um. Yeah, that's about it, guys. I hope you enjoyed listening. My name was ASP, also known as Anish Palmer, the corporate nightlife marketing mogul, all in one.
Um, but yeah, we need another discussion, bro. We definitely. I didn't. I didn't dive you know into. What? I'll be honest stuff. with you. So we came here today, did an hour and a half, probably took about two hours. Nearly two hours. Now, Nearly man. two yeah. hours. I'm gonna come back to London when these guys are free. I know these guys have a lot of free time on their hands now to record some more content because we've been yeah, waiting yeah. a good. We've been they've been waiting a good month or two for me to actually come down. So my name's Anish Palmer. You've been listening to the Kilimanjaro podcast, and I'm out. Peace. Shout out. Shout out AR.SVT. Uh, <laughs> come on, whatever that means. We'll find out later, I guess. We'll find out on Instagram. But yo, take care, lads, alright? Take care. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you.